Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Yeah. We'll notify bell next to it. Uh, we're on the road to 194,000. Larson, we've been on this perpetual. Oh, oh my God, you cut everything off. Nice. It was good. like this on Saturday. <laughs> really? I don't yeah. I do not. I don't notice anything, man. You look sharp, buddy. Thank you. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah. A couple days so, later. But if you're not much. subscribed to Going In Raw, what's that? I didn't say anything. If you're not subscribed to Going In Raw, but you think you might be, just hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Uh, because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a matter of like our first giant batch of subscribers were all people who just want to like Steven Larson 10 for the win extra stuff. Uh huh. And like, we're just dropping them or if it's just a, if it's just a problem with us. I don't I just, I just, I just think it's us. <laughs> you go with the flow, man. You realize that we're, you know, we're frauds. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Anyways. Um, you're only a year younger than me. I know, but I don't act it. Uh, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers over there. We got some new patrons in over the weekend. Yes. Some of it, I think, largely thanks to that awesome Triple Mania stream oh, man, that we that had. A blast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. That was the most fun I've had watching wrestling in a long time. We're going to talk more about that later. I got some. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with some bad news. This might lose us more subs, Larson. What? Some people have asked over the weekend. How can now? I want to watch it. I want to watch the VOD. That's a one-time only deal. I want to watch the VOD. It was a one-time only deal. It was live. No, it's, you don't really get that uh, too often these days. No. When something is in the moment, Larson. No. Here's the thing. Uh, we, although we would love to have this VOD be available, unfortunately, due to the rules at AAA, who we want to get in the good graces for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want media passes. Yeah. 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 Uh, unfortunately, they have said that. Look, you can co-stream only live. You're not allowed. Now, if you want to watch Triple Mania, they probably have it on their VOD. I would think so, yes. Unfortunately, you can't watch it with us, with no. our vital commentary. The only th- way we might be able to make it work somehow, I thought about this, is releasing the audio. So you can listen to the audio while you're watching Triple Mania. However, there's no visuals. 
Uh, the problem? No, the problem with that. Oh, there's game. There's audio from the the show. All right, can't audio do that either. Show. One time only deal. It's a one time. Either you were there, and here's the thing. You're, for next Triple Mania, you're going to have to wait 364 days. However, I think you and I can both agree we need to put our heads together yeah. and see about maybe doing some more co-streams. With Triple Mania stuff. With absolutely. Triple Mania. Absolutely. And uh, they got a couple of major shows coming up later this year, whether they're streaming or not, I don't know. But uh, I would think that Kenny one is going to happen in L.A., right? That's, that I don't know if he can sense. wrestle for other promotions in North America other than AEW. I know they got a partnership, but uh, still, I don't know. I would, I would think... I would think. Well, sorry, not North America. I guess Mexico is Central or North America, depending on one's. Yeah, I would think the geography. Like a partnership would probably we'll find preclude out. that. We'll find out. Uh, let's see here. New patrons. We've got. Uh, where did I leave off before? What? I was just going to go back to Friday. Shane Brown, Matthew Broadhurst, the cruiserweight assassin Charlie Mercury, Luis Navoa, Sage Derenek Williams. Stevie Ray, no, not that one. He clarifies. It's not the actual Stevie cool Ray. Cool if it was if it was Stevie Ray. Brian Randell, I agree. Jose Avia, Jack Spencer, and of course non-news aficionado Wang Chaco is back in the Patreon fold. Cool. He's gonna be dropping a match chat question on us this week. Excellent. Very excited about that. I hope he has like a lovely Can't dish wait. of food. His Instagram is chock full of really awesome dishes mm. from different restaurants. I love me some food. So hopefully Wang will have a food-inspired match. No pressure. He doesn't have to. Yeah. He, it's, it's up to him. We got a new uh, YouTube channel member here, Jonathan. A couple of super chats uh, we'll do before we get to the news. Joe Juarez, hey, boys, what a big week this will be. I'm afraid nothing will match up with what we saw at Triple Mania. We'll talk about that more later, but Triple Mania was a hell of a show. Uh, Dragon Reborn, bummed out, not enough orders for a shoot fight. I think Dragon Reborn is really pushing for me and Hilton what to go was at the, it. What was the uh, what was the fisticuffs uh, tier? That might have been sixty nine orders. I don't know. I don't mm, know if there was no, actually we a tier. Too, we were too close. I don't to know if that. there was actually a tier a number. Um, I think he just said at X number of sales, mm. you guys got to throw down. All right. Well, because he was sure that that was about to happen at some point at a party, and I don't recall it. Rory remembers. That's all I care about. I don't know. I don't really trust his recollection that much. <sighs> Ooh, I'm going to tell him he said that. Go ahead. Uh, so Larson shooting on Rory. How about Roman shooting on Mox? Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, the co-cover star of WWE 2K20, Roman Reigns himself, Chill Roman, spoke to ESPN to promote WWE 2K20. Of course, all the info dropped today. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah, of course, he was asked about his former Shield running buddy, John Moxley, FKA. Dean Ambrose, in and, case he didn't know. And here's what Big Dog had to say about his friend's complaints about WWE creative. You want to do this in uh, Roman voice best you can? It's a chill Roman. He'll say... It's got to be deep. I'll tell you straight up. I'll, I'll do punishment for him. I'll tell you straight up. I disagree. Or uh, Gregory, Gregory Peck. I'll tell you straight up. Now I'll just do a Steve, Steve voice. He says, I disagree with what Dean Ambrose said about the creative process. I love the guy. I love him to death. He's my brother. And wrestling ain't going to stop that. On a personal level, me and that dude can hang out, have a beer or two, and just talk. And even when we don't talk, that's just our relationship. <clears throat> but. <laughs> he doesn't actually say but, but there's always a but. Yeah. Right? I'm sure there's a, what's the term? A pregnant pause? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's much him saying but, yes. When it comes down to it, creative-wise, that's on you. Communication is communication. When you go in there and you talk to your boss... You got to let him know. He even made comments about the things I had to say, but that was in a different place. I was brand new. We've worked our asses off for Vince in this company, and he respects that, and he wants to know our opinions. You have to speak up for yourself. 
I'm in a position now where he listens to everything I have to say, what I'm feeling. Early on, when you don't have any equity, when you haven't put in any time, you should do what the boss says. But once you earn that equity, once you've got the keys to the car, which Ambrose was clearly in that position because all three of us were, you have to speak up for yourself and do what's right for you. So what's he disagreeing with? If He's I'm not saying, mistaken, Larson, he, D- Dean did what was best for him and he left. Well, he also did everything that Roman says that he did. He, he had a problem with stuff. He went and talked to Vince about it and Vince just said, say it anyways. Vince took out a crayon and wrote on a note, Moxley needs to do what I say, yeah. and then gave it back to him. It seems to be a situation where uh, maybe uh, either Vince just had a very he, he had a very clear vision of what he wanted Ambrose's character to be, Sorry. or he just wasn't very fond of, of, uh, of, of, of Jonathan Good's ideas. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I don't doubt, because Seth has more or less said the same thing, although he was a bit more uh, pointed in his criticism of Ambrose. Um, saying, you know, if you got a problem, go and take it up with the boss, which is exactly what Moxley spent the whole two-hour duration of that podcast with Jericho saying. He get a script, this is garbage, I need to talk to Vince. Mm-hmm. That was the continuing cycle seemingly for years upon years upon years, and uh, I don't know if it's, if it's part of it's Roman and Seth being good company men or if they are given a lot more latitude than Dean evidently was in terms of their creative it's just it's, it's, it's bizarre that they they say, okay, we can go in there, we can voice our opinions, and we essentially can't get our way. And then Ambrose, seemingly at every turn, was like, no, no. Now, you've, no, t- you've touched no. on this before, dude. It is, it is a completely different thing, and I'm surprised that this aspect of it isn't addressed. Or maybe I'm not surprised. Uh, Seth Rollins' character, what is it? Uh, good wrestler? Roman Reigns' character, what is it? Big dog. Okay. <laughs> not actual big dog, though. But he's just... Oh, face of the company. That's his character. <laughs> face of the company. Sort of guy. Like, they don't... They've never been guys who have been strong on personality. They haven't been. Roman is the big, undis- un, you know, undestructible powerhouse guy. Indestructible. Indestructible. What did I say? Undestructible? Uh-huh. Hey, look, man. I'm like the warrior. I just make up words as I go yeah, along. I don't think you want that association, man. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, so, yeah. Roman Reigns is a guy that can't be beat. And yeah. but he's the strong. He's also the, he's sort of the strong silent type. There's not a lot of character going on there, man. Strong silent types. They're not really known for personality. Now, if they push chill Roman more, that's a character. And even that's just a chill dude. They try to do that a little bit, and that's just him. He's just yeah. a chill yeah. dude, right? Or yeah. Seth is good wrestler. That's his character. Seth is good wrestler. There's not a whole lot of personality there. No. He's just. In fact, when he tries to show personality, he comes off as super nerdy. Yeah, I know, and obnoxious. Uh, his character, by and large, has been agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, back when he was a heel, it's completely different. Or that little stretch we had the chair with him. Yeah, that was fun. That yeah. one week was great. Yeah, that was a great week. Guy with chair is awesome. It's funny that Baron Corbin's the one that, had, that got, him out, got that out of him. But Dean, being the lunatic fringe, they never really understood what that meant. Because they never were able to translate it. I never understood well, what I it think, was. Well, I think Vince's idea of lunatic fringe was... Quirky. Yeah, quirky. A very a very uh, 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 family-friendly take on a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just kind of quirky. Yeah. Like Finn Balor's character is just cool guy. Cool smiling guy. Yeah, which is like not really nearly as cool as Prince as his Devitt character, which no. is like crazy guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that honestly, like Devitt during the, the, the sort of proto Bullet Club days, that, I mean, if you want to dub somebody a lunatic fringe, the guy yeah, who's going go. around like doing these mock, mock executions and yeah. putting his like gun yeah, yeah, up to journalists. Yeah, Finn Balor, that's it. That's like, lunat- Devitt, that's, that's like lunatic the real right there. Roller, yeah. Dean Ambrose is just sort of, he was just just a quirky dude. And so there's a lot more, there's just a lot more creatively that they could play with with him. Oh, obviously, and they never did. that's just, they tried. I mean, that's the point, though, is that they tried a bunch of different things, 
And none of it was what was true to him. Yeah. And we're seeing that now in the yeah. G1 to, I think, just a delight. Yeah, like great it's, effect. Yes. It's great effect. Exactly. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's been doing great work. Did you see his, uh, his, his Jay White match? No, I didn't. It's his first clean loss, man. Ooh, really? Well, his first pinfall loss. I don't know how clean it was. I'm sure Gato got involved, but wow. I haven't watched it yet. I mean, I know that Jay White needed a win. Yeah. So that's cool. That's it's, a huge one for him. I'm really going to do like a thing where Yano's in Mox's head now that he took that one ridiculous Maybe. loss. Boy, that was a fun match. Yeah. Wow. So he lost. Interesting. Any other highlights? I didn't. I know that apparently, uh, Sonata beat Okada. Yeah, that was apparently a really good match. Let's just move on to that. Speaking of which, so spoiler alert, Sonata finally defeated Kazuchika Okada uh, during their A block match this weekend. And following his wins, words started popping up all over Twitter that he either is a free agent or is going to be a free agent to be. Uh, Voices of Wrestling commented on that conversation saying, quote, free agent, period. And the WWE rumblings are happening again. If I were New Japan, I'd attempt to lock him up. Three straight sellouts versus Okada, regardless of what anyone might think of his work. He has an obvious crowd connection and superstar upside. So let's pose the question. Should Sonata leave New Japan and go to NXT? No. No, he's on the precipice of being pushed to a main event in New Japan. If he goes to NXT, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because he's a, I, I enjoy his work for the most part. Yeah, sure. Um, his match against Zack Sabre Jr. in the G1 this year was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I've enjoyed tons of his matches. Uh, he's not like a strong personality, however. Yeah. Like I've seen some interviews with him. He's a good interview. Yeah. The, the interview he did before his uh, first uh, title shot against Okada was great. I've never heard. It's great. Uh, is, is in Japanese or English? Japanese. Okay, cool. It was great. Yeah, sure. Um, but he's not like, he doesn't project huge personality. Yeah, sure. You know, and, and that's kind of an issue with WWE because by the time you get to the main roster, that's what they expect. Yeah. They expect you to project the personality out to the crowd. Well, you also, I mean, at this point, you also have to wonder, I mean, it's, I, I think it's so silly. If you take a look at other superstars uh, from that have come from Japan, mm-hmm. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura, obviously, he was, you know, long, long NXT champion. They seem to understand far more what to do with him in NXT than they ever roster, did on main yes. roster. Yes. He is, however, the current uh, Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, although you just wonder, you know, how much oh, I, I want the guy to have all the screen time. He had a decent feud with AJ Styles where he turned heel and started like you know low blowing everybody. Yeah, um, but it was just kind of obvious. They, they really don't know what to do with Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Oscar's barely on TV. Kyrie Sane's barely on TV. Yeah, and uh, you know we've always heard rumblings. Um, that Vince McMahon wants his wrestlers to have a strong English language base in terms of you know their promos. Um, I mean that just practically speaking, if if you want to get ahead, unfortunately, because it sucks because Oscar is supremely over. People really oh, yeah. love her. Oh yeah, she's one of the best wrestlers. On I the don't planet. think I, I have never thought that's that's the case. But I'm not running WWE. Somebody yeah. else is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it was Triple H in charge, I don't think he cares about that because no. look what he did with Asuka. Look at, you know, look at and e- Shinsuke. Look at Io Shirai right now. And look, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, it's terrific stuff. Um, strong character work and strong wrestling is like a universal language. It is. I agree. You know, totally. Yeah, I agree. Um, and there's and there's yeah yeah. So you have to look at you have to look at you know. If if the money is just completely ridiculous, then yeah, okay, maybe he's at that point where he's just like, oh man, I really want a lot of money. Well, maybe it's a situation where if WWE gives him a, a strong offer for money, and he can go to NXT and and see if he can carve out his own path there. Um, but if you know he goes to the the executives in New Japan and like, what's my future looking like? And they just kind of either shrug or say, well, you're kind of at it. I can understand if if he thinks. Oh yeah. If but- he thinks. 
you know, he's reached his, or he's told essentially he's reached his, not that I think that's the case. He's reached his ceiling in New Japan. I could see where, where he'd think, okay, maybe I'll, I'll look for another challenge. Yeah. Um, my initial, my, I mean, my, what you said a second ago is completely right though. Like they've recently, very recently, um, repackaged him mm-hmm. uh, visually. Yeah, he looks more like his his ring gear looks more like it did when he first showed up in New Japan. Right, exactly. It's less sort of the <clears throat> the crust punk uh, when yeah, we more started like space first pirate. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I I don't know. It it would seem that he could be poised to to be a top five guy there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean I don't know, man. Those guys seem to like tanahashi's been around forever yeah okada's even been around for a while now and he's still young and he's still young so i think he and sonata are the same age i think they're both 31 you know so i don't know i mean there's just in wrestling there's there's uh, across all companies there's so much great talent Mm -hmm. and there are limited spots for the Mm -hmm. for the being a top five guy in the company Mm -hmm. but i would think that given how they're repackaging given they just gave him a win against okada you would think they would have huge plans for yeah. the guy. And the thing about New Japan is they, they slow they slow built a lot of storylines and a lot of wrestlers. And, and Sonata's build has been slow and meticulous. Yeah. And getting this win over Okada this weekend is a huge step mm-hmm. towards really establishing him as a top main event player. Yeah. Um, and it'd just be interesting to see. You know, obviously he's not really in contention to win G, the G1 this year. But say next year, should he win the New Japan Cup, mm-hmm. um, take on Okada, who happens to be champ then, or the G1 next year? Because um, he has this thing now, Sonata does, where either before or during every matches, he plays with the crowd and gets a reaction from yeah. him. You know? and, and my understanding is that he's been doing that, and the crowd has been more and more responsive. Mm-hmm. He's super over. Yeah, he's big super time. over right now. So the top right now, the top five in New Japan. Okada, Naito. Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Jay White was flirting with it for a while. Huh? Yeah, I would put him in that company right now. I'd put Kota Ibushi in over him easily. Yeah, I would do that too. And then maybe Sonata. I'd put Sonata over Jay White right now. Um, I won't include Mox because he's, right. Yeah, you don't you don't put Mox. I in don't there. know if Kenta is quite there yet. Yeah, Kenta's not there. Hold on a second. Unless I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah, I know. I feel like we're forgetting somebody. Uh, G1 blocks. I mean, it's kind of Okada, Tanahashi, Naito. Then there's a bit of a gap. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. I know I'm forgetting somebody right now. Nah, I wouldn't consider Ishii in there either. Oh, Osprey. 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 Yeah. I'd say so Os- it's like, yeah, there's like, there's, no, I mean, what, what you're saying is kind of true. It's you got Okada, Tanahashi, Naito. Naito. That's the top three guys. And then you have a, a bit of a step And then you've got like, like basically a rotating you know, sort of fourth and fifth. You got Ibushi. Osprey's really hot right now. Yeah, um, Sonata. So you have to consider Sonata. You have if they like Zack Saber Junior is almost knocking and then on that Zach door. Zack Saber Junior. Yeah, and you can't discount Ishii. He's uh, he's been around forever. He's still really good. And you that's got, the, that's the thing about Ishii is that like you can look at even like Zack Saber Junior, Osprey, and Sonata are the three guys who are all being pushed as the next generation guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ishii's been around too long, I think, to be considered that. But then you also have, also weirdly, even though he's been around for a while, Kota Ibushi, who just signed like a New Japan exclusive yeah, like yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. So you've got those sort of four guys all sort of pushing their way up into those last two slots mm-hmm. for the top five mm-hmm. in, in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Or you can just consider him, what, three and four, seven, I guess, top yeah. seven. Yeah. So, uh, I mean... Seven people between the heavyweight and the Intercontinental Championship, that's not a bad scene to be in. That's a really good scene to be in. Sonata could easily be, 
challenging for that IC title. I don't know how they handle if if we go Naito and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Let's say Naito eventually drops that IC title, mm-hmm. so that he can really be you know main event mixing it up in the heavyweight title scene. Yeah. Um, again, well, I mean, Naito uh, said he wants to have both belts. He wants to hold both at the same time. As I've no, I don't know. I have no idea how they how they handle that. Uh, do they? I mean, has, has that happened before? Has anybody had to vacate? I'm aware has there been what was their Warrior Hogan situation? I don't. know. I think that. Naito is Intercontinental Champion. Okada is, is heavyweight champ. Would be that right? But has it happened in I don't, the past? Not that I'm aware of. Force of a, uh, like a vacating not of within the, title? the last four years, five years. Not I don't believe we've so. been watching anything. No, so that I'm aware of. We don't know. We don't man, know. stop saying juice. Who's saying juice? That oh, was one person. Prince Kuro. Hey, man, he's got his fans. If he beats Mox, it's going to push him into like the eight spot. Maybe he's going to be in the number one spot at that point. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, Jay White's also. I mean, Jay White's also. I think Jay White's up there. I think I would put Jay White next to Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, I would too. I would too. I might. Well, I mean, I actually give him a slight edge because he's actually won. The, he's been the heavyweight champion. Yeah, he's won. It's just lately, like he's sort of like pirate guy now. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he he lost his first three matches of the G one, but they're all against chaos members. So storyline wise, that made sense. Yeah. They're like they're getting their revenge on him for trying to destroy the faction, and kind of succeeding to a certain degree. They need to bring Yano back up into that top three. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Heck yes. Anyways. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Oh, yeah. Been waiting to talk about this. Triple Mania. See, I, I, I'm surprised that we're even talking about this now. I kind of feel like Triple Mania should just be relegated to the live stream and then nothing else for the rest of the year. Well, we need to fill out the show, too. So Good point. Let's talk about Triple Mania. We're not Mania. to get into... To, to, you know, like the minutiae, the little details. We can just talk overarching. Um, favorite moments. I like that your notes here include just a Wikipedia. Well, that's just so we have the card in front of us. That's, that's, great. that's why I didn't take any notes, which is probably why it was such an enjoyable experience. There was actually an update. There was an update of sorts. Dr. Wagner Jr. Oh, yeah. He explained that his retirement will not be immediate. It will be rolled out. Over the course of the next year. It will be a gradual retirement. So he will have his farewell match, Triple Mania 28. <laughs> well, I'm guessing. Yeah, you're right. Usually they set up next year's match like the year prior. Yeah, yeah. Or at least try to, unless something changes. Yeah. I think they, last year they were trying to set up L.A. Park versus Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh, can we talk? Like the the big story coming out of Triple Mania, though, obviously was the the amount the of blood the hammer. The I would I would say the bigger story is just yeah, the sheer amount of blood that blue that left Blue Demon's body. <laughs> yeah, I was enjoying. Uh, watching uh, Matthew from Botchamania's live tweeting of him yeah. watching the show. Yeah. And uh, him saying, oh, you guys want some blood? Oh, yeah, still gushing. And it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like about the collapse after the match. Yeah. Uh, Matthew pointed this out uh, kind of in one of his tweets, and I, I agree with him a lot, um, that last year, like, the joy of experiencing tri- Triple Mania was pretty much twofold. One, you see these wrestlers doing all sorts of insane stuff. Sure. Uh, that's wildly enjoyable. Sometimes they mess up a little bit. Um, and that's funny so long as no one gets hurt. Yeah, of course. Secondly, last year at Triple Mania, I felt like the whole show was on the brink of falling apart at any moment. Yeah. You had Vampiro farting on air, screaming for his music to play. 
you know, there were spots that just seemed like were, were just barely held together. What was the guy's name that was not Vampiro? John Valley? Was that his John name? John Dombrowski? John Dombrowski? For Triple Mania this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. He did a good job. Okay. Here's the problem, though. He did a good job. Yeah, I know. He was far too much the Chris Charlton mm-hmm. of Triple A. Mm-hmm. We need like a Chris Charlton, but way worse for yeah. AAA. We yeah. need somebody who knows like the same amount of Spanish I do. Okay. You know, that's what we need. Really, we just need me. Yeah, pretty much. Because I'm not go really well versed in. Just go to your audition wearing your mad shirt. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking, man. Yeah, let's go audition for the role. <laughs> you and Matt Stryker. Right. I think it would be terrific. I can yeah. fart on here. But the bigger thing is, why wasn't Vampiro there? He, well, he was, was there. there. No, he was there. I mean, why wasn't he there in the commentary desk? He's a rebel, man. Does what he wants to do. That's what he said on Twitter before the show. So he, he does also, what he wants to do. He does what he yeah. He does okay. what he wants to do. Well, and he didn't want, a, he didn't want to do. He's commentary. a rockabilly rebel. Okay, that's what he said on his Twitter. Anyway, uh, it seemed like just all around the show was tighter. The production was tighter. Uh, there was a couple botches here or there. Uh, nothing to the degree of a guy getting powerbombed headfirst into a table. Yeah. Um, Aerostar had his huge spot. Seemingly landed safely. I like that's his gimmick now. Mm-hmm. Um, so long as he doesn't try to one up himself every time and puts himself in in, in near death near death situations. Yeah. Um, just like all around the show was was tight. For the most part, really well executed. Um, insane stuff happening. Awesome storytelling. We got someone get beat up with a hammer. Um, just across the board, it was just a really enjoyable show. Maybe part of it was because we were just. Rather than doing how we do most streams, where we're, we're, you know, interacting with the audience, watching the show, but also we got to keep track of what's going on for our yeah. post show recap and stuff. Yeah. We decide we're not going to do that this time. We're just well, gonna... I specifically told you. Yeah, he told me don't take notes. I don't take notes. We're not going to do a recap. There's no a reason to recap. recap. So it was just all about sitting in the moment, watching the show. Hilton was there. He that was his first AAA show he's ever seen. He was into it. He had a blast. Yeah, it was an absolute blast. It was the most fun I've had watching a wrestling show in a really long time. And it was a really good show, top to bottom. I agree with that completely, and I think that should be our AAA experience going forward. If they continue to allow to co-stream, we will continue to co-stream. Yeah. And no notes, no recap. Just fun. Just fun in the moment. I think that's yeah. one thing that we both need more of yes. in wrestling. It's like, Grant, I know that it's difficult for us because... Look, I still enjoy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do. I wouldn't do this if I didn't. I'd try to find something else. But uh, but with Triple Mania, not having the pressure of, okay, now we have to go back and do a recap and stuff, and this is just living in the moment, uh, it's terrific. And I was, I was shocked. We had, like, generally speaking, if I recall correctly, for WrestleMania streams on YouTube, where we have our highest subscriber base, we usually have around 2,000 people. Maybe it gets down to like 1,500. I'm not sure if we've broken much past 2,000. We've, we've done over 2,000 a couple times as far as viewers. Well, yeah. we've never reached like 2,500 No, no, 3,000. Most we've ever got like 22 maybe. Right, it hovers around. That's what yeah. I thought too. And the fact that this had, we had 1,600 people watching with us. We outdrew, by the way, uh, Impact. Yeah. Uh, they had a show running in L.A., and they were live streaming that on Twitch, and we were outdrawing them by like a factor of like 400 people. Mm-hmm. They had like 1,200, we had like 1,600. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I averaged about 1,500. I think that was amazing. Apparently, also uh, the Impact, uh, Impact, uh, whoever's running their so their Twitch stream, uh, banned. I want to say it was Blue Monkey G. Really? Because he went into their chat and said, "Hey, everybody, going in Raw is doing a AAA stream over here. Go check it out." And then they banned him permanently. So shout out to the friendo. I think it was Blue Monkey. He mentioned right, it. I right. did like a, a stream last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and he mentioned that I think it was him. So uh, you know, way to take one for the team. Yeah. Um, I apologize. Street that, team. Yeah, street team. Exactly. Street team. You know. Anyways, we can just run through these matches real quick and just uh, talk about some favorite moments. We don't have to do beat for beat. Nick Kyle says he thinks that we went over two thousand for the WWE versus AEW stream, and I think we did that one on Twitch, didn't we? What was the last one we did? That was the last one we did. I think we did it on Twitch. Maybe. Yeah, we did it on Twitch. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, pre-show match was a hell of a lot of fun. It was Astro Lux, Dragon Bane, and Archangel uh, Divin- Divino taking on uh, Aramis Toxin and Erez. First team won. Uh, tons of fun. Just a spot fest. It was a Yave a la Gloria match. Yeah. Keys to something. I think Yave is Keys key. to Glory? Keys to Glory. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, there you go. I was like, who's Gloria? Is that the Widow with the urn? Oh, no, I don't think so. It was tons of fun, just spot after spot after spot. <laughs> uh, next up, we had Viano 3 Jr. and Lady Maravilla uh, defeating. They're the new mixed tag champions. Yeah, defeating the previous champions. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Nino Hamburger and uh, – oh, I'm sorry. What is Nino? Oh, Hamburger Boy. Hamburger Boy and Big Mommy. Uh, they took on also Sammy Guevara and Scarlett Bordeaux and Australian Suicide and Vanilla. Uh, the, the, the one thing about this match is we thought uh, Lady Maravilla destroyed her leg. She was selling a broken was, leg. Yeah. And I don't know what she did with her foot and her boot, but it looked like there was a little, little turn. Well, also, you expect that to happen in AAA. You expect uh, you know, feet to be broken and legs yeah, to be broken. Yeah, it would not be surprising considering yeah. all the crazy stuff. But it was a big work. Athletes we got do. worked. Yeah, we got worked hard. Remarks. Um, she gets up. She helps uh, her team secure the win. They are the new mixed tag team champions next. This is a hell of a match. So the AAA has allegedly World Trios championships. However, I'm not sure we saw them. Because the two, the three guys, number one, it said that it was vacant. But two of the three guys who eventually won were on the team that had the trio titles. Yeah. But they didn't actually show any trios titles. Not the two of those guys it's had a very titles. W Steve W or fun wrestling type. Thing. Two of those guys had titles, yeah. but they didn't look similar. No. <laughs> so uh, the match was El Hijo del Vikingo, who's going to be a massive star. This guy is amazing. Uh, Mistasis Junior and Golden Magic. They defeated uh, the Power of the North and uh, uh, Pimpinella, Mamba, and Maximo in a tri- three-way trios match. Man, it wasn't just the power of the North, man. It was the new power of the North. Oh, sorry. Nuevo. El Nuevo. El Nuevo. El del Norte. My mistake. My apologies. Um, hell of a match. Like I said, uh, uh, El Hijo del Vikingo is incredible. Oh, he's great. Everything he wears all him. that gear and does yeah. all the, the... He's smooth and does all this crazy, insane stuff. Yeah. He's amazing. Dude, it's it's spectacular. Really he's, fun match, yeah. though. Uh, next, Copa Triple Mania. Match of the night. 15-man. Actually, uh, no, that's not true. Kind of battle royal slash uh, 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 Aztec warfare type deal. So, yeah, it's got Royal Rumble aspects. Because you can eliminate someone by tossing to the top rope, but also pinning them. And plus, they have like little countdown thing, but you get the entire amount of the countdown. Because it's legit, okay? It's a minute, yeah. In WWE, you don't get to see the first chunk of time because they change it up person to person. Yeah, they kayfabe it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was... Uh, all the participants, Pagano, Chessman, Eclipse Jr. Who is Chessman, please? NWO, NWO Sting. Very good. Uh, La Parca, not L.A. Park, La Parca. Puma King, Aerostar, amazing entrance. Oh, yeah. Uh, Drago, Averno, Superfly, thankfully his head's fine. Yeah. Monster Clown, Murder Clown, Daga, Conan. Yeah, Conan came down and, and was sipping on some Modelo. 
Yeah, he's wearing a shirt, like a homemade shirt that had our president's face on it. He came out and dropped a promo, like a well, pro-Trump. Well, the country's Trump, president, not really my president. A, 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 a pro-Trump promo, and then yeah. he came out with a, like a hand-drawn It looked like a, like, a, like a ballpoint pen was used on <laughs> like it. a Trump shirt. So that's how he's getting heat. Yeah, that's like the cheapest heat he It is super cheap heat. So he comes down, he's in the corner sipping on a Modelo, kind of giving directions. Out comes Vampiro. Yeah. They hit his music. They've got beef. Oh, yeah. Long-time beef. And they're out there. They're fighting. They're, they're taking bumps. Dude, Conan took the took It was crazy. Yeah. And, and Vampiro eliminated Conan. Mm-hmm. Sent him over the top rope and then just eliminated himself, kind mm-hmm. of. He didn't yep. go over the top rope, though. Farted and then left. Yep. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I wasn't was expecting was uh, either of them to actually take some bumps and get on some action. Pretty great. And the final participant was Rey Escorpion. Uh, Pagano ended up picking, the, picking up the win. Um I don't know if the winner of Copa Triple Mania gets anything anyways. The L.A. Park comes out afterwards with uh, a couple other guys with similar masks. They start beating up on him, um, and he challenges him to a, a hair versus mask match mm-hmm. at a future date. So that should be good. Terrific stuff. Yeah, that's going to be bloody. Next up, we had the Reina de Reinas Championship. That was the women's championship. It was a seven-woman TLC match. Uh, Tessa Blanchard picked up the win, picked up the win over Lady Shani, uh, Taya, uh, Fabi Apache, Chick Tormenta, who uh, uh, took a nasty spill, she was the Tessa was going to push her off onto the, a ladder, off yeah. the turnbuckle onto a, a ladder that had been set up, uh, and then she just completely missed the ladder. Just wham, yeah, they brought they, dead meat on the back. They put the uh, they got the board out and kind of hastily put her on the board. They didn't secure her neck or anything. No, so. no, she's probably fine. Uh, Lady Shani introduced some thumbtacks to the match too out the ramp. Oh, and Ayako Hamada and La. Uh, Hydra. La Hydra. La Hydra. Um, fun match. Tessa Blanchard picked up the win. She is a new uh, women's champion. Um, Fabi Apache was not happy about her winning. No, so, she wasn't. Okay. Now, they have some history in uh, in Impact. When Impact visited, I was actually watching at the time, Impact visited uh, Mexico, mm. and uh, they had a match, Fabi Apache and Tessa. So wouldn't surprise me if uh, Tessa did uh, the favors for uh, Fabi Apache, but you never know. You never know what you're yeah. playing. Uh, after that, we had a trios match, Psycho Clown, Cody Rhodes, and the debuting Kane Velasquez. Uh, Man. He Kane was pretty good. Great. Yeah, he looked great. Literally, we were watching. I was like, oh, I don't think he'd be doing any reverse Ranas. What did he do right after I said that? Reverse Rana. Well, not a reverse Rana, but he did, he a, did Rana. a Rana. He did he a Rana. Did a Rana yeah. He looked great. Kane looked great. He had a mask. Yeah, he wrestled with a mask on. Wrestled with a maskeress. Maskeress. Con maskeress. Uh, the only issue I have with this match is that uh, uh, Taurus kind of got chumped out a few times. He got Oh, he got supremely chumped out, man. Like he's a minotaur, he's a mythological creature. He should be dominating. Matches. He should number one. He should never express fear or apprehension. None. None. Every, everybody first. else in the match should be expressing all the fear over having to face an actual minotaur. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure uh, what time period they got this version of Killer Cross from, but evidently it was circa maybe 2013 it's 2014 he's a member of NSYNC he, he looks a lot like T- uh, Justin Timberlake with hair so he ditched the goatee and he grew out his hair a little bit he looks five years younger yeah uh, he's, yeah he just looks like a green wrestler yeah but uh, Cody Cody was having a lot of fun Kane Velasquez looked great and yeah he was doing all sorts of great lucha moves he did the thing where he holds on to somebody's hand and he climbs the ropes and oh, he yeah, does flippy yeah, stuff yeah yeah did the arm drag yeah mm-hmm. that yeah. was great yeah so yeah no he looked good and apparently uh, we were joking about this Although it seemed kind of obvious, WWE did have people watching him. They're going to be paying attention because he has two more shows, I believe, two more matches in AAA uh, on this current deal. Uh, WWE is going to keep an eye on him, and uh, if they like what they see, 
uh, we might be seeing another marquee star yeah. from the UFC join the well, WWE. He's got, yeah, he signed up for two more matches in AAA, so we'll see. That's what I just said. Yes. Okay, sorry. Uh, Kane picked up the win. Uh, Tejano Jr. tapped out mm-hmm. to the Kimura. Mm-hmm. Um, next, trios match. Rematch from Fighter Fest. Laredo Kid and Lucha Brothers taking on the Elite. Of course, it's Kenny Omega and young, the Young Bucks. It's always fun seeing the Young Bucks and Kenny kind of heal it up a little bit. Oh, I know. It's great. It it's a lot of fun. fun. This yeah. was tons of fun. Uh, Lucha Bros and uh, Laredo Kid picked up the win. Uh, Pentagon and Phoenix hit like their version of the Melster Driver, which is uh, Pentagon doing a package pile driver. Uh, Phoenix comes off the top rope with a double stomp um, to pin, I believe it was Matt Jackson. Yes. I and then afterward, they ran an angle where Kenny, uh, so the Young Bucks kind of go up the ramp. Kenny gets back in the ring, grabs a mic, and says, hey, it's been, it's been lots of fun. Uh, here in Mexico, because I believe it's his first time in, in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he says, you know, Pentagon, you're great. Laredo Kid, you're great. Ray Phoenix, do you have something I want? I want a chance at your, your uh, mega championship. Yeah, Phoenix is their big, big champion. Yeah, yeah. And so he said, uh, he said, I will prove to you that AEW is better than Triple A. Yep. <laughs> and the fact that he said that kind of wouldn't surprise me if they did in LA. It makes sense. It's like sort of in AEW's. No, they're out of Jacksonville technically, but the Young Bucks are out of L.A. Yeah. I don't know. where. What is Kenny Calhoun doing on that? Well, he's from Winnipeg. I don't know where he resides currently. I don't know where he lives. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll get that match sooner than later. Uh, maybe they'll do it at Madison Square Garden. It's possible. That's in September, and then October is the L.A. show, I think. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I just don't know You know what what the, Kenny's contract. I know AEW and AAA have a a partnership deal but as far as that i think would supersede any like i mean if you, if you have a partnership with a company then yeah yeah i just don't know yeah. you know because uh how how strict they're gonna be about kenny wrestling in the states for another company i just don't know yeah but i guess the whole angle is like you know i'm gonna prove that aw is better in triple a i don't know yeah. i just don't know i don't know man uh finally main event blue demon jr versus dr wagner jr in a mass versus hair match this i was anticipating a bloodbath uh, and this exceeded whatever expectations I had in that regard because, uh, uh, like, within the first 30 seconds, they're brawling through the crowd. Uh, Dr. Wagner obviously gets his blade out and cuts himself. It was the most obvious blading I've, I probably have ever seen. I don't think I've seen Both of them. Both of them. We're that. literally doing this. It was like he was not concerned about where the cameras were, about nope. hiding it. He nope. just sort of went... He, like, he was sort of, you know, getting... He was selling some stuff that uh, Blue Demon was giving him. Yeah. But he just sort of takes it out, and he's, like, just sitting there like... Yeah. <laughs> so it's like digging in his head. And then Blue Demon Jr., when he blades, he's on the mat forever. Yeah. He's like cutting, cutting all over the place and he's just bleeding buckets. It was just everywhere. Yeah. And then and then and then they start getting weapons. There's cookie sheets that come out. Uh and then Blue Demon D- Jr. gets a hammer from under the chair or under the ring. Oh, okay, hold on a second. Rogelio but, Adame says Phoenix said that the match will be in Mexico in the promo. Okay. okay so cool. Okay. All right. Um he gets a hammer out and comes up behind Dr. Wagner and just hits him in the back with a hammer. It didn't look like he pulled any punch there. No, it really did So uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. is on the mat, and then Blue Demon Jr. hits him in the hand with the hammer. Blue Demon is bleeding tons. Yeah. It's just raining down off his face. Buckets. And then Dr. Wagner is still in hand. He gets up again in the back with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's a level of brutality and violence I was not expecting. Nikhil says, what if they accidentally cut due te- I'm sorry. What if they accidentally cut too deep? 
What if they intentionally cut too deep? Because I'm pretty sure that's what they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blue Demon did. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Dr. Wagner was mostly covered with Blue Demon's blood. <laughs> I mean, he cut, and he was bleeding a bit. But yeah. Blue Demon was bleeding they were, they were able to like sort of wipe it away with Wagner Jr. before he got his hair cut. Yeah. Uh, but with Blue Demon, it was just... It was just pouring out the whole time. Yeah. His mask was soaked. Oh, it was so much blood. Yeah, it was, it was a great match, though. I mean, they had the dramas there. The crowd was super into it. There was this moment where, uh, uh, since uh, Blue Demon was we hit Dr. Wagner's hand with the hammer, he's working over that arm. Mm-hmm. And he had him in a Fujiwara arm bar, and the ref didn't see Dr. Wagner tap. Um, and, he, and so he thought, oh, maybe Dr. Wagner's going to pull this one out, and and, and, and Blue Demon Jr. is going to lose his mask, but no. Uh, in the end, Blue Demon Jr. picks up the win. Uh, Dr. Wagner... Uh, cuts off his ponytail. Uh, uh, Blue Demon shaves some of his head before the rest of Dr. Wagner's entourage does it. Uh, Wagner grabs a mic and says, you know, hey, I'm retiring. Yeah. And then uh, Blue Demon Jr. says something like, uh, oh, he seemed disrespectful of Dr. Wagner's legacy was the gist I got. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're going to see more between these two. Who knows? Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe who knows? It was a hell of a match, though, and a hell of a show. It was tons of fun. Uh, lastly, before we get to some questions in our uh, raw preview, uh, first details for WWE 2K20 came out today. Uh, trailer was cool too. Did you watch that trailer? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was pretty I watched, good. Uh, I watched all of our friendos, the other, the uh, WWE to the the proper WWE 2K20 or 2K uh, YouTube influencers, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, the yeah, Austin Creed, uh, Xavier Woods posted uh, a video that they all Some pushed details. out with details. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit, a little bit yeah. about these details. First, uh, cover stars. We are, we are we're pretty much right. Uh, Becky Lynch is one of the cover stars, along yeah, with the right. aforementioned Roman Reigns. Uh, showcase mode is back and is focusing on the four horsewomen. That's cool. This is from the press release. Quote, story-driven, objective-based 2K showcase. The women's evolution will follow the careers of the four horsewomen. Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, Sasha makes sense why why Sasha was doing some uh, some work with uh, 2K. Yeah, sure. As reported, yeah. Um, great news here. Both men and women, my career modes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Stephanie Thunder coming to your. There you go. Yeah, whatever. And Larson coming mm-hmm. to uh, WB Ring soon mixed tag matches you do that now yeah that's cool that's cool the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, now there's, there's also be a new game mode called Original again. It's from the press release. Quote, the game will also introduce a new service model, WWE 2K20 Original, set to deliver a wealth of 2K showcase add-on content for player exploration beyond the game's initial launch. Each of the WWE 2K20 Originals will present a new playable world in its own unique theme with more details to be announced in the coming months. Uh, the original is a downloadable content that might, might require uh, additional purchase. Um, Pulse. Friendo Pulse mm-hmm. um, posted a couple of screenshots. It looked like one of them was uh, 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 like a bright white compound type deal. Yeah, it's like a swamp match type with like, thing. Yeah, yeah. With Swamp Thing, Bray, and, and Braun Strowman. Braun looked kind of like a Frankenstein type thing yeah. going on. I wonder if that was going to be his thing. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, so he, he also, uh, James also, uh, Pulse speculated that he believed uh, the original's packs would be doled out throughout the year mm-hmm. to sort of freshen up the game experience a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what is insinuated here. Because yeah. once you get to like, once you get to the end of like the, the new, like the DLC that they have, which is just like releasing player packs. I know that, I mean, they do update like the towers yeah. um, for like every pay-per-view. They update them and I think just throughout the year they do. Uh, but I do like the idea of just, you know, more, more content throughout the year. Uh, I, we're both a big fan of just sort of the creative things you can do with it. And I like that over the past two years, you know, 2K19 and 2K20 now, they have been, their 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 goal last year was to make the, the game more fun. Mm-hmm. And hence, that's why we have more of a story-based my career. So it looks like they're doubling down on that this year with the, the men and women. Uh, and then this original thing where, Look, the bottom line is just don't be afraid to get goofy with it. Exactly, and that's that's what it seems like they're going to be. Yeah, a with the originals, it seems it. like they're loosening up on adhere to WBK fab a bit. There was a little bit in the trailer with uh, with the my career stuff where uh, I think it was uh, Papa Shango was in it. So I like that they're also incorporating in a clever story based way legends. That's cool. Um, so that's kind of neat. Uh, and finally, if you get the collectors or deluxe editions of the game, you'll get some in-game bonuses, including quote playable superstars, China. That's cool. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Uh, Mankind, I believe it's Rock and Stock connections. Yeah. Mankind, and then The Rock with his five hundred dollars shirt. With his amazing shirt. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And then uh, in uh, over in Discord, uh, somebody noted that uh, I mean, there's. In Discord, there is a bunch of clips that people had taken from our uh, live stream. So if apparently there's a best of, <laughs> if, you, if you're interested in that, in our Discord, you can get access to that for $1 on our Patreon. Uh, I'm going to push that link out for the new, new patrons new patron today. Chairs. I'm going to do that yes. today. I meant to do that this weekend, uh, the Discord link. Uh, but yeah, there's, let's see here, uh, Aerostar's entrance, There's there's that. Uh, us hitting 1500 viewers and there was a big spot uh, <laughs> yeah, all, all the big moments there's how many of these Jeez, there's a bunch of them 
I don't know. I don't know how they can like we have no control over that. People can just clip your so. stream. Yeah, I don't think so. And then put it somewhere. So we y'all have, are doing your due diligence. Yeah, we don't have any say in that. I don't think we have any control over that. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, the stream's not even on our channel anymore. I don't know what the we can do. Stream's on our channel anymore. I don't know what else we can do. Anyway, let's do. We can't do raw preview, Steve. Let's do raw preview. My favorite time of the week. All right, uh, go ahead. How injured is Seth Rollins heading into his SummerSlam battle with Brock Lesnar? I think he was wrestling on house shows, so I guess he's not hurt that. But bad. he did have DDP rib tape. Oh. However, he was not going under his real name. <laughs> Fat piece of ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins squared off against Dolph Ziggler this past Monday night on Raw. Universal champion Brock Lesnar made a surprise appearance on the red brand, <clears throat> unleashing on the architect with a savage succession of F5s, even going so far as to assault Rollins as he was being loaded into an ambulance on a stretcher. Rollins underwent a series of evaluations at a local medical facility, but refused to disclose any details regarding his medical condition to WWE Digital. As such, and given Rollins' silence since that night, it remains to be seen what kind of damage the Beast Incarnate doled out to a SummerSlam challenger. Lesnar will be in the house for the final Raw before SummerSlam. Oh, SummerSlam's this weekend. It's this weekend. Yeah. Will the King Slayer also make an appearance? So we're streaming SummerSlam for sure. We're yeah. doing a reaction stream. Are we doing TakeOver 2? Uh, I mean, we should. Yeah, we should. All right. Yes. Then, then, yes. then we will. Are uh, there, there going to be any uh, AAA uh, wrestlers at TakeOver? Don't believe so. What a bummer. I know. Serious bummer. Next, was someone responsible for the Roman Reigns forklift incident in the closing moments of Tuesday Night SmackDown Live? Improperly secured lighting equipment nearly crushed Roman Reigns. And you all- know what we should do? Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I kind of do. Um, you know what we should do? What we should do is co-stream. Just hear me out before you say anything. Co-stream TakeOver, right? Put it on our screen along with us, right? But we'll just have little video game sticks. And so we'll be telling people that we're playing the game. I think people are onto that. People, Someone did that with USC once. I, I know. That's a great idea. It was we a really good it, idea. But they haven't done it for WWE yet. I think people will be onto that pretty quick, man. Probably, right? Sorry, uh, I cut you off. Go ahead. And although an investigation determined that the near catastrophe was caused by forklift driver error, speculation abounds that someone has specifically targeted the big dog. If that's the case, who could have been responsible? Might have been Samoa Joe, who brawled with Reigns on Raw after their Samoan summit to squash their beef ended before it started. What about Drew McIntyre, whose personal issues with Reigns are far from over after a series of brutal encounters? Could the best in the world, Shane McMahon, have had a hand in orchestrating a deliberate plot to put Reigns on the shelf, or worse? Or was simply an accident caused by human error on the part of the forklift operator, whose identity has not been revealed? Ooh, man, they're speculating... Roman even tweeted out. It's like, yeah, I think it was an accident, y'all. He tweeted out. He said, you know, the, the, the crew works really hard. This was simply an accident. Case closed. Yeah. Case closed. It, of, it's his yard. If he says case closed, case closed. Right? Why else would he tweet it out? Is this all a red herring? This is, why, what are they all to, this is nothing but red herrings. Uh, why are they even talking about this? This case closed. And on top of that, it's a SmackDown issue. It's not a Raw issue. Correct. Anyways, moving on. Will Becky Lynch and Natalia's rivalry continue to escalate? See, here's the, I mean, that's the thing, dude. They want to boost ratings on SmackDown. Just advertise, you know, the whole thing mm-hmm. for uh, for SmackDown. Just do that. Mm-hmm. All that business right there. Oh, it's one uh, one Ortiz. Saw that uh, we got some of his shirts on the show. Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna wear mine this week. It's great. Um, I know I need to wash mine. Uh, will Becky Lynch and Natalia's rivalry continue to escalate? After do you, do you think it's gonna continue to escalate before well, I, mean, I read this preview? Mean, yeah, it's, it's got to escalate up to, until the point of their match at SummerSlam, at which point it'll be, they'll like squash that beef, and then they'll 
All right. Well, I'm, well I'm, I'll let you know here in preview. Yes, let me, please. After Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch interrupted Natalia's pre-Raw training sesh with Fit Finley to lock her SummerSlam challenger in the disarm her, the Queen of Hearts retaliated later in the night by trapping the man in her own signature submission hold, the Sharpshooter, also known as Scorpion Deathlock. After the attack, Natalia pondered whether she should make their Raw Women's title bout at the biggest event of the summer a submission match, but then withheld the official challenge because she doubted Lynch would be bold enough to accept it. But then now they, they, that's, that the stipulation is actually on the match. It is a, it is a submission match. Confirmed now. by WWE. Yeah. So they didn't bring that into the story. No. They just confirmed it on Twitter. Yeah. Are we just old? Do we not so, know how things... I mean, that's we, why I said earlier, we are old. Are we just out of touch with how things should be? Well, in my mind, there's a segment that could be had there where Becky's like, oh, you don't think I'm... Would out. AEW do that? Announce stipulations on Twitter? Versus letting him play out on story. I think if it was introduced on TV, I'd like to hope they would let it play right. out on TV. Or at least in some sort of video. Maybe we're not just, just old. a statement from t- on Twitter. Anyways, Anyways we'll, continue. What would what will be the next chapter in the red-hot rivalry between Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch and Canada's favorite daughter, Natalia? Yeah, probably you know, match you know Becky Slam. say? She said, you know what? I'm challenging Natalia to this match, but now I'm going to not do this match because I don't think she can win this. There you go. <laughs> then you know how to have the match. There you go. Uh, will the OC keep their celebration going into SummerSlam? Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Carl Anderson. Snared the Raw Machine Tag gun. Team titles this past Monday night by winning a triple threat match. Pair that with the U.S. title around AJ Styles' waist. And the OC is dripping with championship gold and champagne heading into SummerSlam. That's champagne. not true. Champagne. AJ cannot get that champagne Ch- open. Champagne. Yes. Would you like some champagne? No, don't go. No, don't go. But with Ricochet preparing to reclaim Styles' title at SummerSlam with an entire division in pursuit of Gallows and, Gallows and Anderson. Machine prizes, gun. Can the OC maintain the momentum heading into the biggest event of the summer? Heck yeah, man. I think they can. I think they can, too. What's next for WWE's first pregnant champion? By defeating, in quotation marks, her husband and capturing the, w, the 24-7 title, Maria Canales became WWE's first ever pregnant champion. It's fun. I'm telling you, man, that's such a ripoff of fun wrestling. And despite Drake Maverick's social media bravado, no superstar has dared to challenge her for her newly won prize. Will Maria remain our 24-7 champion until her second child is born. Don't miss the final Raw before SummerSlam. Live at 8, 7 Central on USA Network. When is her uh, OBGYN appointment? She said, I thought she said this next week. Next week or two weeks? I thought, well, I thought next she said, week? I thought she said last week. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Let's mm. answer some questions. Nick C. Moxley was at FSW recently. Sad I wasn't there. That's a bummer. Uh, Matthew Denton, will you ever bring back Frendo Road? Yeah. So we've kind of been ha- we've been kind of bringing it back on we've Twitter. been doing Road to Road to Frendo Road yeah. on our Twitter. Yeah. We'll probably conglomerate all those on YouTube. Once yeah, we're I think so. Done at some point. At some but point. it's the build to the Mayhem Miller match, mm-hmm. which is coming up here in a couple weeks. Yeah. About three. A little three bit less weeks. than three. We probably should do another one of those. Yeah, we'll do one of those before uh, before the match happens for sure. For sure. Uh, Josh Lazo, here's money. Keep up the good good work. Thank you, Josh. Dom L, go back to TNA and be the great Sonata again. That's his advice for Sonata. Cody Miles says, uh, new intro idea. Welcome to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast on Twitch that is statistically more popular than Impact Wrestling pay-per-views. Well, that's a lot to remember. Yeah. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence, thank you. 
Dragon Reborn. Blue Demon was watching old Aces and Eights clips. I guess they used a hammer at some point. Ah. Uh, Charles Miller asks, where is the Triple Mania VOD? We kind of already answered that. Yes, we did. Uh, let's see here. Looking for other questions here on Discord. So, yeah. Oh, I uh, forgot about this. Yeah, Austin Creed said, uh, for those of you asking about GM mode, give me two to three months and I'll be able to hopefully give you some good news. Uh, and then Adam Darwin also notes, if I recall correctly, this is actually going to be a mobile GM mode game made by Up, Up, Down, Down. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, Johan von Wolfhausen. How many times has Damian Priest watched Triple H's scenes in Blade Three to? Oh, to channel Blade Three to channel his inner vampire. So many times. All the times. All the times. Every time. Jay Sean Lawrence. Maybe Reigns' attacker was Idris Elba's character from Hobbs and Shaw. Um, that'd be some uh, interesting movie crossover. <laughs> that was pretty good. Actually. Steve Sias. Snitsky to win the 24-7 title for Maria. Oh, ooh. Mm. Dark period. I'm not sure they want to revisit that. And babies in WWE. Dark period. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Oh, yeah. Juan Ortiz. Look at that. Holy crap. Had no idea about this, but Quiet White Design sent a care package over to Going In Raw. That's incredible. No, Juan, you're incredible. You're incredible. Those shirts are great. designs are incredible. Maybe we should get him to do a design for us. That'd be awesome. How neat would that be? That'd be incredible. It'd be legit. Uh, Select. Select. Uh, Cody Miles asked, best moment of Triple Mania? Is it Big Mommy's corkscrew, the fake leg break, Vampiro no-showing commentary, the hammer shot? Well, you can't say Vampiro no-showing commentary. That was a low moment. Yeah. No, it's it Aerostar. His, when he descended from the, the roof they of the arena. They cut to the chase. And he just jumped off. They just everybody. cut to the chase. Amazing. Because that's what we all wanted. We don't know how high, uh, what is Aerostar going to jump off of? That's his gimmick now. They worked into the show. So long as he keeps it safe and sane, I'm all about it. So here's the thing, though. What? The thing that I love most about Triple Mania is unpredictability. I didn't see a hammer and cinder block coming into the Oh, equation. you didn't mention the cinder block for the finish. You didn't even mention the cinder block. Wow. So I'm going to go with, I'll be honest, Wagner Jr., Blue Demon. So far of 2019, my personal match of the year. It was great. There was so much blood. There was cinder block. There were multiple Dr. Wagner Juniors. Um, a very skinny Blue Demon. Yeah. Uh and then Blue Demon himself just bleeding everywhere. Gosh. That to me is everything. Like that's that's prime W. Steve W. If I could do all that in W. Steve W. Yeah. I'd be happy. They top W. Steve W. In that they respect. they exactly. That's the point. They top. I didn't think anybody could top W. Steve W. And they did it. They did it. That's why Triple H uh, is our new favorite promotion. So I would say Hammer and Cinderblock are my right. uh, top. Carlos asks, when will you guys become a channel that solely covers Triple A? Well, that's in our ideal world. I like that yeah. some people were like legitimately answering that question. They were saying, well, they would lose subscribers. Number one, we're losing a lot of subscribers right now anyways. Number two, uh, it, that's, I'm sure he's joking. Yeah. Whoever's asking that is a joke. But that would be ideal. Honestly. Oh, I think so. We would both need to learn Spanish for that. Yeah, I mean, I think if we, if we could both learn uh, Spanish, I think that would be actually a good idea. We'd probably gain subscribers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen, a shot of tequila for Triple Mania friendos, che- friendos. Cheers. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. It's kind of early, though. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Well, I mean, it's he's on the East Coast. It's three hours ahead there. Oh, here we go, Mr. Triple Mania, Juan Guerrero Jr. Predictions for the main event of next year's Triple Mania. Also, Kenny Omega is totally winning the Mega Championship from Phoenix, right? What? No, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be shocked. You think they're gonna trade? You think they're gonna trade titles the way the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks did? It's possible. I think that'd be pretty cool. If they, if, I mean, if they're, if that partnership is, is a deep one, that'd be pretty cool. Be honest with me. Who would you rather see a partnership between with AEW, New Japan, or AAA? I mean, we've seen a little bit of the AAA or the AEW. Would you ask New Japan or who? If you had to choose, if you got to choose, if Tony Khan came to you and said, "Man, look, I got oh, I got two partnerships Japan. on the table. Who should I partner AEW with, AAA or New Japan?" How are you even thinking about this AAA? Yeah, it's AAA. how are you thinking about it's AAA? Luke, we might Luchasaurus versus Minotaur. Oh, that'd be great. Wait, no, Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. Taurus versus Luchasaurus. All right, let's, ask, let's answer Mr. Triple Mania's question. He is Mr. Triple Mania. What's going to be the main event for Triple Mania next year? Doc Wagner Jr., he's retiring. So he'll have his farewell match. I don't know if that's going to be the main event, though. Thought it have to be, right? I don't know. I Seems don't know. like, based on the last three years, it's some sort of mass versus hair match. Look, the great thing about Triple A is you can't predict it, man. I don't know. I don't know. So let's say this. Let's speculate. L.A. Park, he's got this, this mass versus hair match against uh, Pagano coming up. I'm guessing that's not going to be Triple Mania. L.A. Park wins that. Someone else comes to the ring and then challenges L.A. Park to a hair versus mass match main event Triple Mania. Dude, who what, is that other person? What are you even trying to do right now, man? This is Triple A. You can't predict okay, it. Okay, I won't predict it. I mean, you're, what you're using right now is that noggin, and you're, you're applying logic. It's Triple A. There is no logic. Mm. Things just happen. Dr. Wagner says, I'm retiring. And then a day later, he says, well, my retirement's going to take. I think it was right after the show. He said, well, my retirement's going to take a year. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, you retire. You just retire. That's it. Yeah. We were shocked. Oh, my God, he's retiring? I know. I was. I yeah. Was, I was. I'm, I'm I was re- thoroughly upset about that. <laughs> retiring. I just discovered Dr. Wagner Jr. I don't want to lose him already. I know. Retirement. I know. Aaron Sandlin, thoughts on Riddle's comments about WCW wrestlers? I love it. Yeah, it's great. I love it. All these old timers are coming out. Now, Jericho, but Jericho's a work. But like Booker T. Did Lance Storm say something? He must have because. Okay, he didn't him. mention Lance Storm. And of course, uh, he said it was Booker T, Lance Storm, uh, Jericho, mm-hmm. who tweeted whatever. And then somebody else. Who gave him the most like about Goldberg? I forget. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Matt Riddle. I, l- I love Matt Riddle. He's I'll so take fun. him over any of them. Oh, heck yeah, man. Dan Boss, who's someone in New Japan that's never held the world title that you think will someday? Sonata. Uh, I, I, would Sonata go, will. I would go with maybe, man, shouldn't it be like Ishii's got to carry that thing at some point? I don't know, man. Right? He's on the downside of his career probably. He's been around forever. Has he, though? I think so. I mean, he was one of the original members of Chaos when they they formed. In what, 2006? So he's been there at least 13 years. The 2006 or 2009 that Chaos was formed. I don't know. But I think he was wrestling even before that. He's 43 years old. He debuted when I graduated high school in 1996. Been around forever. 
Though pushed for most of his career as an undercarder without any major championship wins. Yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like if anybody... I, I feel like... 2009 is when Chaos formed. I mean, yeah, you can go look. Kota Ibushi, Osprey, who did you say? Uh, Sonata. Mm-hmm. Those are like, yeah, yeah they all the should. Yeah. But Ishii's been around so long and he's still relevant. Uh, Jeffrey Nguyen, do an English abridged version of AAA commentary. Um, what that means. Doing an English abridged version of AAA commentary. Uh, Gigabyte asks, what was your match of the night at AAA? It's going to be the main event. A main event with something else. Jeffrey Nguyen, you don't have to send us another super chat, but what are you talking about? I want to answer your question, but yeah. I don't know really what you're talking about. Uh, main event was incredible. For Triple Mania? Yeah. Oh, man, dude, I'm telling you, it might be my match of the year so far. It was really good. So much blood, cinder block, and hammer. I know. Like, seriously. Uh, Eric Kalunga, uh, do you think that Okada losing to Sonata is in response to the increasing interest by WWE? Uh, thank you, friendos. Your friendo from El Paso. Terrible thing happened in El Paso over, over the over the weekend. Yeah, man, it's getting it's 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 just increasingly more and more difficult to like even look at the news lately. It really is like obviously our hearts go out. Yeah, it's so difficult to talk about because obviously our government is fairly useless in dealing with this stuff. Yeah, fairly, completely, completely in total. Well, in the past, they they you know at some point assault weapons were banned, and then uh, that currently banned, useless. That band was uh, yes. allowed to be expired. Yes, and uh, yeah, it's they're they're completely and totally useless. Like the government, you know, we have a military to protect us, you know, and uh, they do a pretty damn good job of that from uh, foreign invaders. Why is it they can't figure something out? You know, they're lawmakers. Enact laws. You have do to your go, job. Go shopping and worry about getting shot. No, you shouldn't, shouldn't have. To, you shouldn't. That shouldn't be a worry. So uh, yeah, hearts go out to. In Guess what happens in other countries Dayton. when this stuff happens? Laws are made and then things get better. Yep. That's how it works. Uh, anyway, to answer Eric's question, uh, do you think Okada losing the Sonata is in response to increased interest WB? Uh, just in terms of their stories, uh, Sonata's story especially, he's had several matches with Okada and haven't been able to beat him. Uh, and if you're going to use this as a springboard to catapult him to the next level, mm-hmm. it makes all the sense in the world. Huge win over Okada. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he's not as not going to win the G1. Okada still got a pretty good shot at it. Um, but still, it's a huge win for Sonata, something he can say, uh, especially going forward. I beat you. Now I deserve another title shot. Yeah. Maybe that one he wins. Yeah. Jeffrey Nguyen clarifies. Probably didn't use the right wording, but just dub your commentary over the show. Oh. Make up, make it up if two would be funny. I think Jeffrey's done a couple shots. But, uh, yeah, I'd love to do that stuff. Man. Yeah, it'd be fun. I'd love to do that stuff. It'd be fun. Uh, I was going to look at something, and I forgot what it was. Okay. <laughs> I totally forgot what it was. Uh, anyways, I guess I'm not going to do that now. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no, that's what I was going to look up. So, uh, CMK Zombie Killer said, Did you guys get invited to the 2K20 thing? Because Luge on her channel is interviewing the wrestlers for the 2K20 game. I was going to look at Luge's... Uh, yeah, I saw she posted on Twitter an interview she had with Becky Lynch. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I just want to read that question so that we can send people over to Luge. It's Luge PS3, I think it is. Yeah. L-U-G-E-Y-P-S-3. Yeah. Uh, if she's doing that, we love Luge. She's great. Oh, she's great. She's terrific. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, generally, the way the 2K20 stuff works is they sort of assign different influencers different things to do they roll it out like amongst a bunch of different channels hopefully we'll be invited this year to do something we mm-hmm. haven't yet 
but sometimes it's just short notice. And if we don't, there's tons of great content out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be liking that stuff and retweeting that Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Uh, we're friends with all those people. Yeah, Paul's Tony Pizza Guy, Luge. But yeah. we also kind of understand that we straddle a certain line between being a, a dirt sheet aggregator. Yeah. And uh, well, also wrestling show recappers. Yeah, exactly. And then the gaming part is just a part of what we do. Yeah, it's it's part of what we do. And we understand that, you know, there are channels more focused on that, mm -hmm. that perhaps they would prefer to spend, you know, to, to push that stuff to and Obviously. through. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, whatever they decide to do, we're fans of the 2K franchise. Totally. And, uh, and we're looking forward to 2K20. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, what do we have coming up for Overrun? Uh, probably talk about The Rock. Okay, cool. This is like peak non-news pretty much. All right, that sounds good. See, Daniel Hurst says, hopefully I'll get to interview Corbin. Yeah, man. Ooh. Yeah, great. Ooh. I don't know. Great. I don't know about that. We'll have to ask him about his gaming uh, his streams, enterprise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, he's a gamer. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's talk about that. Anyways. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.